Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. So today I have Justine, who is an incredible client of mine. She went through my business for life mastermind and the shift she has had over the past three months in really owning her expertise in being a incredible expert in podcasts, podcast strategy, being a podcast producer for multiple six and seven figure entrepreneurs. It has been so awesome to watch her step into her power, grow her business, but more than that, really start to stand out and step into her leadership in this space. She has so much knowledge and expertise around building your podcast, whether you've launched one or whether you've already got one, utilizing strategies so that it not only gets you seen as the expert and authority, but also gets clients flowing through and growing your business, which is like the whole point of starting a podcast. So she shares a bunch of strategies you can use to be more visible, to get more listeners, but also to grow your business in a strategic way with podcasts. But if you don't have a podcast or if you're just looking to grow your visibility, she's also sharing a ton of tips around how to guest on other people's podcasts, how to pitch to the top leading podcasts and actually get a hell yes back. There is so much power in this and I have used my podcast, but also I've guested on over 50 podcasts over the years to grow my business in the biggest way. Like it is the fastest way for people to get to know you, your expertise, your vibe, and honestly come through and work with you after less than 24 hours of knowing you. There is so much power in this longer form content and you can honestly apply these strategies to whether it's YouTube or podcasts or even blogs to grow your business in the biggest, most impactful way way. So let's get into the episode. All right. Hello, Justine. Hello. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the podcast. Now you are the podcast expert and it's been so amazing working together inside of Business for Life over the past three months. And you've really stepped into like owning your authority. You have so much wisdom when it comes to leveraging podcasts for your business and not just from a standpoint of, oh, I know how to edit great audio, but from a strategy standpoint as well. So I'm so damn excited to chat to you about all things podcasting. Obviously we're on my podcast and I love getting down and dirty in the strategy piece. And I know you could speak all day on that as well. So for those that don't know you, give us like a one-liner, what do you do? So I pretty, I'm a podcast producer. So I do help powerhouse CEOs, launch and manage their podcast to really build their authority, attract their dream clients and a podcast that pretty much converts. So I do run a boutique podcast management agency. So like I said, we do help business owners launch their podcasts as well as manage the whole end-to-end production to get their podcasts out into the world every single week, their episodes. And we also help with the whole strategy side of things to really help them achieve their podcast goals, grow their 
their business and grow their podcast as well. Oh, amazing. Let's get straight into it. Like, let's get into the nitty gritty podcast chats. So what I'm noticing is a lot of people starting podcasts, which is so amazing because it means that people are finding their voice, that they're wanting to step more into their authority and get their message out there in like a really big way, right? A lot of us as personal brands start our business to make an impact or share a message. And so podcasting is obviously one of the best and kind of easiest ways to get started. Like it doesn't need as much production as maybe a YouTube video and things like that. So the barrier to entry is really low. Like these days you can literally plug a little mic into your phone and off you go. So that's really awesome. Lots of people are starting their podcasts, but obviously it can be easy to, I have an idea, let me say something and let me put some audio up. But I know you're all about strategy and like, let's make sure we've got a purpose behind this or how do we maximize this? So when people start their podcast, like what should be some key areas that they should focus on? Yeah, I find a lot of people that DIY their podcast themselves, a big piece they miss entirely because they're so excited, you know, to go buy their mic or set up their recording space to make it look pretty for their video content if they're doing video as part of their production is that they totally miss setting the foundations from the very start and I find this is the key piece that's actually going to make or break your show not having like the best mic out there or anything like that you really want to set the foundations first and getting clear on things like who your target audience so the specific group of people that you are wanting to speak to and narrowing that down to a specific group of people is going to help you think of all the decisions that you make for your podcast. It's going to be so much more simpler and easier for you to decide whether that's like your podcast name or how long your episodes should be, things like that. And also just getting clear on why you're doing this podcast in the first place. So getting clear on how you're using it as part of the overall sales funnel for your business and getting clear on if you're going to use this podcast to entertain, to educate or motivate, that's all going to help you make decisions for your podcast and really help you get clear on how you can grow your show and use it as part of your business. And one important thing as well is just what is going to make your podcast unique. And you don't have to create a whole new idea. There's so many podcasts out there with the same topic, but what is going to differentiate your podcast from another podcast that is talking about the same topic and has the same or a similar audience to yours. So those are kind of the foundation pieces that you really want to be thinking about before you go start buying your mic or recording your episodes. Yes. Okay. And so quite often people will start a podcast because they've got a business and a lot of my audience are potentially using their podcast to funnel people into their business in a way. And so one of the biggest realizations I had in the beginning was I was using my podcast as a mass kind of reach strategy where I was just kind of like, okay, what is going to get the most listens? What are the guests that are going to get the most reach? reach. And while we need visibility and reach, it wasn't necessarily the strategy to funnel people into my business or for people to see me as that authority.
authority and expert and then come through as clients. And since pivoting my strategy a bit more around the content I was putting out or the goal behind it, which is what you said is like the most important thing to start with, pretty much all of my clients come through my podcast in some way. That's amazing. Yeah. Like I said, once you get clear on what your main goal is for your podcast, things or the decisions that you make, especially like the call to actions you should be using for your podcast is going to be so much more clearer for you. So for example, with my clients, if you're like some, most of them is to build their authority or some of them is to grow their email list. Then if your main goal is to grow your email list, then you know a perfect call to action is to be promoting your most popular opt-in to drive people to your newsletter and being able to know kind of the tools you can be using to help optimize that, like doing baked in ads or using dynamic ads. And of course you can organically speak about it in your episodes, but utilizing all those tools all together to really maximize and get the results that you want for your podcast. Yeah, so important. I started using dynamic ads last year because before I would record the the ad or the call to action in the episode, but then I'm launching different things and it's no longer relevant for people to listen to later. And so how important do you feel like having these ads in there are versus maybe just like having a call to action in the episode? What do you see the difference is? It's huge. I've seen the difference with my clients when we went to launch her podcast podcast, we started using the podcast host Captivate, which allows for this dynamic ads insertion. And within three weeks of her launching her podcast, we were using this dynamic ads feature to promote her signature program at that time where she had the doors open. And she had quite a few sales from her podcast through that because when you use these dynamic ads feature, it increases your visibility with your offer because you're not just inserting it or putting it into one or two episodes, you can actually record that dynamic ad and then upload it onto your podcast host and have it published on all your episodes, all your live episodes. And the cool thing about it as well is that you can run it for as long as you want to run it for. So it's really great for any timely offers that you have. Like you said, your offers change all the time. So that's a great way to be using this dynamic ads insertion. If you do have different things being promoted at the same time that may not be relevant later on, you can upload it, run it for as long as you want and then take it down. So it's really great in maximizing your reach with your offer or program or course that you are promoting at that time. Yes. And it's like bringing that big business strategy, isn't it? It's like, it's no longer, let me just sit down and have a chit chat. It's like, okay, I've got a strategy behind what I'm doing. For those of you that maybe aren't familiar with the terminology, I guess dynamic ads is just, you record an ad and then it gets put in. You can either put it in the middle of your episode or at the start. And so it's like a piece that you can then delete later. Whereas if it's if you talk about it in your actual episode, you either have to re-edit the whole episode and re-upload it or it's just there. So that's been really cool for me to use, but also obviously some massive success for your clients as well. Something else that I see you speak about a lot that you help your clients with is your launch strategy and helping them launch a podcast with the strategy so it gets the most visibility. And so how important do you find the title of a podcast? 
podcast in terms of the overall strategy? It's so important. Like your podcast name is actually one of the very few things that are searchable inside of these listening apps, like in Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It is part of SEO. So really thinking about and being intentional about your podcast name. And that is when, again, going back to getting clear on who your target audience is. When you know who your target audience is, then it's going to help you come up with your podcast name that you know your target audience may be searching or entering into that search field because you want your podcast to pop up and be one of the shows that rank at the top. That's the whole idea to increase your visibility of your podcast. So for me, that's one of the key things we do look at when we launch a podcast it's not just having of course like a cute name but you really want to be strategic in the way you name your podcast and I remember in one of our coaching calls you did mention that your second podcast that you started Projector Magic is doing better than your current this podcast now because I know you said you incorporated the whole SEO into your strategy so that's really huge in getting your show visible in front of your target audience yeah so for some context like I obviously have this podcast is called my name, but also business for life. And my other podcast is called projector magic. And I actually did that as a test. I was like, what if I take all of the projector episodes that I've done on this podcast and just put them under a new name? Those episodes did better on the new one because the actual title of the podcast was specific to projectors in human design. And when people are searching for projectors in human design, chances are they're going to click on the one called Projector Magic versus Jess Williamson, the podcast about business. And so that was really cool to just test that out because especially because it is such a niche, a very, very niche, like projectors who know their human design, who are in business as well. And so, yeah, that was really cool for me to just test and look at the data around that. So now I'm keeping all of my project episodes over there. And then this one being like business, lifestyle, just Jess chats, whatever I feel like <laughs> talking about. So yeah, it's it's been really cool. I know one of your clients had like a social media podcast, right? And so she had some massive results with that. What was the biggest thing? Like what was some of the strategies that you helped them with? Because obviously choosing something that appeals to your ideal audience, choosing something that is searchable, but how do you know what's searchable? Like you as the expert, what kind of steps do you take your clients through to do that. I get them to fill in this intake form to really help me decide what is the best strategy for what their goals are for their podcast. So with that particular client, she wanted to launch her show to help early stage social media managers build a sustainable social media management business. And we were like, can we narrow that down even further? Because that's still quite broad. And she serves specific because she's using her podcast as part of her business. She specifically targets women of BIPOC. And she knew from then we were able to then know what would be the best podcast name that will be searchable and visible inside of the listening apps, how long her podcast should be, and also how she wanted to use her podcast as part of the overall sales funnel for her business. 
So driving people to her private community and then she'd nurture them through her low ticket programs, her high ticket programs. So we knew kind of the different baked in ads to be using when we would be using dynamic ads, when she would open up her course and all that. So we were able to really find a lot of success with people finding her show. So tapping into a new audience and also being able to retain her listenership as well, because she's really great at identifying exactly what the pain points and desires of her target audience is. And since we launched her show in December, we've just seen massive increases in her downloads every month and new listeners coming in, which has been really, really great. And that all starts from, like I mentioned before, just setting the foundations from the start. That is really what's going to make or break your show. And that really is what's going to help you grow your podcast, grow your business and grow your listenership altogether. Yes. Oh, so, so good. Now, some people might be listening to this and being like, oh shit, I didn't do that. Like I've got a podcast now. Can't like, what is your advice around if someone's already started a podcast promoting it, they've got a name, but maybe it's not optimized. What would your advice be? Would it be like, oops, pivot sooner rather than later or just run with it? No, I'd say look at one good way to start is look at your stats, see what episodes are performing well. Then you can take that information and that data and be able to produce more episode topics that are the most popular episodes and work from the back of that. But you can also, you don't have to start from the beginning, just maybe go back to understanding why did you start your podcast in the first place? What is your main goal? And then you can then think about, okay, what can I do better to help me achieve that goal? So if your main goal was to start a podcast I don't know, to grow your email list. I'm going back to the same idea. Then you might want to start looking at, okay, how can you start promoting maybe your most popular opt-ins, whether how you can start promoting your opt-ins to increase the awareness about it. So again, using your dynamic ads or your baked in ads, look back and see if you can narrow who your talking to specifically because I find that the more specific you are with who your target audience the better your show and the more easier it's going to be for you to be able to grow your show as well yes so so good okay so once people have their podcast started or even if you don't have a podcast I've found like one of the best visibility strategies for building up my authority but also just awareness and like let's get to know each other real fast has been guesting on other people's podcasts and I think over the last three four years I've been on probably over 50 podcasts it's a lot wow it's a lot all around the world and I always find that that has created massive growth for for my business, for my brand, and people get to know you really well. You're no longer just like a random post on Instagram that people swipe past. You know, people get to know your story, your opinions, your thoughts, and your vibe, your energy, your sense of humor. And so because you are the absolute expert, I know you help a lot of your clients pitch to be on podcasts as well. What are your tips around this? Like whether you have a podcast or not, I think everyone could benefit from this in a big, big way. And I myself get a lot of pitches that end up straight in the bin because there's a lot of like 
fluff. There's a lot of fluff or misalignment. Like I'm not talking about real estate. So why are you pitching me a real estate agent? You know, so what are your best tips for like, let's maximize our energy and time and not waste our time just sending useless pitches out to the universe. What are your tips for like getting onto podcasts? Yeah, that's a big one. Number one is do your research. That's the biggest. But before you even go to pitch yourself to the podcast host, you really want to do your research and get to know what topics do they cover on their podcast? Who is their audience? And you want to make sure you're pitching not just to any podcast, that you're actually pitching to the right podcast who is filled with your ideal clients, your ideal customers, your ideal audience, because that's when you're going to get a bigger return on this as well and where you're going to see much better results. So for me, when I do this for my clients, I always like to have a little plan. We like to, again, of course, always is what the goal is for guesting on another podcast. So whether or not you have your own podcast or not, you want to get clear on what the purpose is for you to be a guest on that podcast. And when you're clear on what your goal is, then you know the call to actions or how you can promote yourself during the interview. So for example, with my clients, most of the time they do guests on other podcasts to drive new listeners to their own podcast. So a great call to action for that would be, I get my clients to promote their podcast on their show so that their listeners are then aware of their podcast and to drive new listeners to their own podcast. Or if you're, if you don't have a podcast and you're simply wanting to guest on other podcasts to build your brand awareness, you might want to, again, maybe it's to grow your email list. You then a perfect call to action for you to promote on during the interview is then maybe offering them like a a popular lead magnet or a freebie on the podcast. So those are the kind of things you want to think about. And I always like to have a kind of pitch template written out, but you don't want to just send it. You want to still tweak it to the particular podcast host you're reaching out to. And you just really want to make it clear the topic you want to speak about that will benefit their audience and why it will benefit their audience. And you really want to focus your pitch on their listeners as opposed to you. That's the main thing as well, because I do receive with my clients a lot of pitches as well that have nothing to do with their podcast. So same as you. So you can send a whole bunch of pitches, but this is where quality is better than quantity. So really making sure you personalize and customize your pitch to that particular podcast host's podcast. I think that's so, so important. And I mean, one of the biggest things that I always did was like, what do I want to be known for? Because I could pitch to someone who speaks about online advertising and I have a background in that and I could talk about it, but do I want to be known about that? Do Does that help my brand? Does that bring in the right kind of clients? for me? And the answer is pretty clearly no. So I'm not going to go pitching and talking about Facebook ads because I personally don't use them in my business anymore, but I do have the knowledge about it. So it's not even just like, oh, let me be on as many podcasts as I can, but it's like for the right reasons, the right audience and the right message as well. And yeah, 
that's really, really cool. I've gotten really good at like sliding in some some call to actions in like a general chit chat. So, you know, if someone's asked me a question, I'm like, oh, you know what? I go into so much. I actually did a whole episode on that on my podcast, which I can link for you. And then I'll like answer it still. But obviously, if I'm thinking about how can I provide the listeners as much value, if I've done a whole one hour episode on that one question, that's going to provide more value, but also allows me to add in a little call to action as well. And that's perfect way to slide it in as well. Like if it feels natural during the conversation when to mention things like this, that's the perfect way to do it. Or even at the end of the episode, that's another opportunity for you as well. When the host normally asks, how can my listeners connect with you further? But that's such a great way as well. And for you to mention that particular episode topic and your probably the name of your podcast, that again, builds awareness with their listeners. Like, oh, this person's amazing. Like I want to get more of her. Like now I can go and listen to her podcast. So you've just gained new listeners for your own show as well. Yeah, for sure. And that's like the same with the lead magnets and things as well. I don't do this as much now, but when I was first like guesting, I had this lead magnet and I would just slide in literally because the topic that I was pitching was all about limiting beliefs. And I had a limiting beliefs lead magnet. So I was like, oh yeah, in my lead magnet, or I didn't call it a lead magnet because people like, what are you going to sell me? But I called, you know, in my free ebook or free lesson, I have a step-by-step and I got like over 4,000 downloads on that ebook, like over the, the different podcasts that I spoke to. And so I found that even just like putting in multiple times throughout the episode, mentioning it naturally was like the best way for me to get it out there. Yeah. I've seen crazy results with my clients as well when they've guested on even just that one podcast, you see just this spike in downloads and like a wave of new listeners come in for their show. So it's huge. Like I said, it's a low investment with a high return. If you are being intentional and strategic about it and really guesting on the right podcast. Yeah. Now, what would you say? Like, what is your tip if maybe someone's just starting out or maybe doesn't have a huge, huge presence online and they're like, oh, I want to pitch this, this top end podcast because I'm all for like aim high and give it a go. You never know if you ask, don't ask. But what would be your tips around really making those big goals happen around getting on bigger podcasts? Yeah, I would start off with kind of listing out the expert speaking topics you want to speak about and that you love talking about. And then you want to, of course, do your research and maybe listen to a couple of episodes or see kind of the topics that they have talked on or they haven't talked on and see where you can fill in the gap there. Look and kind of stalk their social media and see what is their audience asking or commenting on and see if you can fill in the gap there. And then you really want to find that. I always say that one topic that you can pitch that podcast host to that, you know, will serve their audience and let them know how it's going to help their listeners, especially when you're pitching to big shows, you really want to craft that pitch specifically to them. And I feel like you get a higher yes rate as well. So doing your research is very key when you go to pitch to these bigger name podcasts or shows. Yeah. Another big tip I will add, like you said, stalk their social media, probably make sure you're actually following them on social media as well, because (laughs) the amount of pitches that I've had that are like, oh my gosh, Jess, I love all of your content. I love all of your messaging. And I'm like, how do you know what my messaging is if you don't even follow me or, you know, you're not obviously that interested and it's just like a blanket comment. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd say as well, you might want to kind of wait, follow them on social, like for example, on Instagram, maybe start like that relationship and just not just kind of jump in straight away, build that relationship and then go to pitch them as well. Um, I feel like that um, has given us a higher yes rate because I do have clients where we've pitched them to larger shows and we kind of had to build it up before we kind of pitched out to them straight away. And that's given us a higher yes rate as well. So many, so many tips, so much wisdom. I think we could just chat all day (laughs) about all of the things, strategy and podcasts. But if people want to soak up more of your wisdom, more of your knowledge or even work with you, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm very active over on Instagram. So I'm at Justine underscore podcast manager. Um, Feel free to send me a DM if you're interested in starting a podcast or if you just have any questions or if you want to drop by and say hi, DMs are always open. Amazing. And so last question, what is, where are you going in terms of your goals, how your business is built? Where are you taking it next? I'm really hoping to take it up to the next level. I'm at the process of hiring a VA and a new podcast editor as well. And I'm really looking at serving six and seven figure business owners who really want to maximize the whole podcast strategy and use it as part of their overall sales funnel for their business and just really as well pivot my whole branding to speak to them as well. So that's where I'm going with my business in the long run. Incredible. So if you're a six, seven bigger business owner or just someone with some big ass goals for the podcast or visibility for personal brand, Justine is going to be the best to go to. (laughs) Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Amazing. Thank you, Justine. Thank you so much. We'll chat soon. Thanks so much for having me.